Hey everybody, Elijah Ward here, and I've got a very, very important message. That message is this. You have got to be a part of Remnant Rising. Remnant Rising is a brand new school that's launching this fall under the nest, and it's geared toward all future generations. You know, one thing I've found in my engagement with Yahweh is that intimacy with God is the blueprint for everything in the kingdom. There is nothing that you will do, nothing that you will build, no technology that you will pioneer that comes out of anything but a devoted place of intimacy with Yahweh. So I'm excited to help teach that this fall as we inspire our students to really become everything Yahweh said they could be, to step into sonship, to learn about walking in faith, to learn about their dominion and their governance as sons. It's going to be a really great time. So go to the foundationnest.com and click on the Remnant Rising link. At that link, you'll find course content information. You'll see some information about the instructors. You'll find uh, information about how you can register. Um, so go check that out and do us a favor and tell people that you feel like would benefit from this school. Friends, family, people at your church, your neighbor, whoever it may be, really help us spread the word about this because I have so much expectation in my heart for what Yahweh is going to do through this. It's really exciting. Go check that out and I will look forward to seeing each of you this fall. Shalom. Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant Mahoney. And what I want to talk about today is constructing honor. Often what happens in our ministries or in our individual lives is we actually have disqualified ourselves because um, we've done something that we shouldn't have done in terms of dishonoring a particular person or something like that. And it looks like we're almost in a place where our ministry or our business or even personally we crippled. And I want to say this, that there is a way that that crippling effect can be turned around. And so we have a lot of immature believers out there who have not been exposed to things like spiritual protocols. And as a direct result, will say things against certain people, dishonor certain people, or someone without really understanding what they're doing is that they are sowing a seed of dishonor. So briefly, I want to look at how do we construct honor in our lives. And the first way we do it is what it says in Proverbs 3, 13 to 16. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. He is more precious than rubies and all the things that canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days in her right hand and in her left hand are honors and riches. So the very first thing that we need to do to construct honor is we have to ask for, we have to literally become, and we have to walk in is, is honor, I mean to build honor is in the spirit of wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing is what it says, which means it's the first thing that we must acquire. And, and this is biblical and, and it's scriptural for you and I to pray for wisdom. What does James 1 verse 2, 5 says, 2 to 5 says, Consider it all, all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect results, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So we can ask for wisdom. It's important that you and I actually ask for wisdom. And so the first step to constructing honor is, and developing honor in our lives is to grow in wisdom. 
You know, if we look at John the Baptist and we look at Yeshua, both of them, the scripture says, grew in different ways. But when you look at Yeshua, what does it say? It says he grew in wisdom and grace. So he increased in wisdom. Even Yeshua, who's our plumb line and our model, increased in wisdom. So the first step to constructing honor in your life is to develop wisdom. Proverbs 4, 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her and she shall promote you. She shall bring uh, you honor when, when you embrace her. And so let me just say this con- concerning constructing honor and working in the spirit of wisdom. What does Proverbs 8.14 says? It says, Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me kings reign and princes decree. By me princes rules and, and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me and those that seek me eagerly shall find me. And he has this guarantee, riches and honor are with me. Yes, durable riches and righteousness. So every single one of us, every woman, every man, every boy, every girl needs to pray and ask Yahweh for wisdom. The second, um, let's call it plumb line to constructing honor is humility. Proverbs 15.33 says, The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom and before honor is humility. So, There is a genuine humility and there's a false humility. And you can usually tell the difference between the two. Generally, humility is the capacity of a person's spirit to submit itself to the power of Yahweh. That's what it is. That's the sum total of humility. Your spirit, your gifting in relation to how it is submitted to Yahweh. And so walk humbly before the Lord. Um, I mean, if we look at Yeshua, he was so humble that when they were trying to identify him and find him in the garden, Judas had to come and identify him because the Roman soldiers did not identify him by what he was wearing. Or anything. He, was, he was normal. He just was, he was, there was a humility on him. He didn't wear fancy clothes or talk in a fancy way. They had to have someone come and identify him. Why? Because that's humility. So the second way to build honor or to construct honor is through humility. The third way to construct honor is by walking in the spirit of integrity and being upright in your conduct. Proverbs 21, 6, As snow in summer, as rain in the harvest, so honor is not seemingly for a fool. In other words, what that scripture is saying, foolishness and honor don't go together. And that word foolishness here has to do with one's inability to walk in a spirit of integrity. In other words, wise individuals know how to conduct themselves. We have to remember this. So the third way you build honor is by upright conduct. Everywhere you go, your conduct must be upright. You must be a man or a woman of integrity, which is so lacking in the body today, it's actually quite frightening. And if you're going to be speaking at certain meetings, then honor the time. You know, we had a meeting in New Zealand with some famous guy, and he wouldn't come to any of the worship. And in one of the meetings, he came about 45 minutes late, and Ian had to get up and talk while we were waiting for him. That kind of stuff, is there is zero integrity in that kind of level of stuff. The fourth way you construct honor is serving. Proverbs 27 verse 17, As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Whoever keeps the fig tree will eat its fruit, so he who waits on his master will be honored. And so the fourth way you construct honor is by serving. Serving actually produces honor. Like in Elisha, this is what he said. He says, Elisha, if you can serve an Elijah, you can reap the seeds of honor. Joshua, if you can serve a Moses, you can get the benefits of honor. David, if you can serve a Saul, you can get the benefits that honor will produce. These are all these things. All these men served someone else. 
And so the scripture says iron sharpens iron. In other words, metals that are compatible to each other. They complement each other. And when they work together, they function so well together. And it creates a sense of balance. In other words, what it's saying is if you are a stronger metal to a lesser metal, you have to understand the way that those function so you don't destroy somebody that's of a lesser gift or of a lesser calling. But where you elevate them to where you can sharpen them and not destroy them. This is so key. And then he says that an individual that keeps the fig tree. In other words, what you and I need to understand, this is so critical, is what are those things that produce fruit in your life? And we need to protect those fruit-bearing agencies in our lives. By honoring the fruit-bearing agencies, what's going to happen is you're going to begin to reap the benefit of what you've nurtured. So the fifth way that you build honor is through submission and obedience. 1 Peter 3, 6 and 7 says this, As Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror. Husbands, likewise, dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as the weaker vessel and being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered. So here we have Sarah obeying Abraham. She honored Abraham. Likewise, husbands, honor your wife. So we build honor through submission and obedience. And this isn't that kind of submission where your wife is a doormat. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about honoring one another. 1 Samuel 15 says, Saul offers the sacrifice. And Samuel says to him, obedience is better than sacrifice. So you have two things there. You've got sacrifice and then you've got obedience. And then you have submission. Now I want you to listen to this because this is very important. Obedience is better than sacrifice, but submission is better than obedience. And I want to give you an example to explain this. If I was to ask my son Liam to make a cup of tea, he may obey me, but he may not be submitted to me. He may make me the cup of tea in obedience, but inside his heart he might have disregard for me and hate for me and say horrible things inside his heart. So obedience is better than sacrifice, but submission is better than obedience. So I hope that makes sense. So Sarah obeyed, but she also submitted. So in the way, so the way you build honor is by submission and obedience. What did Mary say to the servants in John 2? Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Because you see, this is the thing. Submission becomes the breeding ground for the miraculous. Submission is the breeding ground for the supernatural. And if you submit to the Lord, if you submit to Yahweh, then miracles are going to take place. The supernatural is going to function around your life. The sixth way to construct honor is by observing, by observing the protocols of the law. 1 Peter 2.17 Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. So the sixth way you build honor and you construct honor in your life is by obeying and observing the protocols in the law. Honor all men. That, that, you, that means you have to understand where the gifts are in men, where they've been placed. Be it in society, government, ministry, it doesn't really matter. And when we know where those gifts are, we show honor to the gifts. That's observing protocols. Then he says, honor the king. That's honoring the laws of the land. We've got to understand these things. When you begin to honor and show protocols, then scripture says honor will be given to you. So any person that doesn't honor all men cannot reap the benefits of honor. So when the Bible says honor all men, you have to honor the gifts where they are. You have to respect people. We've got to do this kind of stuff. You have to understand how systems work. Not all systems are the same. Not all camps think the same. Not all cultures and ethnicities are the same. You have to show honor for each culture and each people and respect those cultures and those people and the way they do things and the way they function because 
if we if we do that and we show honor then when we see them in error then we have a position and a place to come and teach them in humility so that we can save their lives and bless their futures this is what we have to understand about honor the seventh way you build honor is by giving in proverbs 3 9 it says honor the lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase so one of the ways we build honor is by giving by sowing a seed giving builds honor it always does the gift will make room for you and it comes back in a harvest of honor now one of the things that sam and i practice all the time is is this thing of giving and ian clayton has taught us so much about generosity knowing ian and walking with ian i've never met anyone that's more generous than him and so giving and whatever you want to call it trading or sowing we pay to rumors all part of our life and it's important that we understand where to give and how to give individuals who don't know where to give and how to give never get the seeds of honor this is so important and there's two more plumb lines to building honor which i want to discuss but i just really want to encourage you be generous when you give the eighth way to build honor is by protecting your leader esther 6 1 2 3 that night the king could not sleep so one of the so one was commanded to bring the book of the records of the chronicles and they were read before the king and it was found written that mordecai told of Bigthana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs, that the doorkeepers who had sought to lay hands on the king Asarias. And then the king said, What honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? And the king's servants who attended him said, Nothing has been done for him. So what it's saying is that that night the king was asleep, and so he asked him to bring the records of the chronicles of the nation. Somebody came and read what was written in them and told them that Mordecai had actually stopped an assassination attempt on the king. And so the king says in verse 3, what honor and dignity was done for this man for coming against this assassination attempt on my life? And they said, well, he wasn't honored. And so here's the principle. Protecting your leader builds honor. We need people around us, both young and old, that know how to protect their leader. And here's the principle I want to mention to you. Many times the reasons people don't know how to protect their leader is because they haven't been taught how. And I really think as leaders in the body and as people, we need to at least do something often to teach people how to protect leadership. And the final plumb line, how to construct honor in your life, is worship and prayer. Psalm 149 verse 5 to 9 says, Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high priests, praises of God, be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in the hand to execute vengeance on the nations and punishments on the peoples, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute on, on them the written judgment. This honor have all the saints. Praise the Lord. So worship and prayer develop honor. Prayerful people and people that know how to worship, Yahweh is always going to make sure that they are honored. Platforms are created for people that pray and people that know how to worship another thing i want to say about prayer and worship is prayer and worship um the honor continues multi-generationally and, and i say that because when i look at the celtic saints and and those people that have prayed and worshiped the way they did you look at them today we still tell their stories we still want to be like them we still want to aspire to what they achieved and prayer and worship is so important. And I'm not just talking about going to church and doing three fast songs and three slow, so, slow songs. I'm talking about engaging Yahweh with the fullness of who you are, worshiping Him and giving Him honor and glory. This is your time when, when you're in your prayer closet, when you're, when you're under the covering of, 
of, of your own house and you're doing that kind of stuff. This is what I'm talking about. When you have a communion with God, when you can be his friend, these men and women, these Celtic saints, they were the friends of Yahweh. When you look at the power and, that they walked in and the miracles that they functioned, it was incredible. They lived kingdom. As I said before, they didn't just function in a gift. They were. And, and they, they were like Yeshua and they, they were governmental. And so... I just really want to encourage you and I hope that you understand how to construct honor. And if you've done anything that has brought dishonor or you've spoken about people that you shouldn't have spoken about and you wonder why things have um, stopped or become crippled, then I want to encourage you to engage these nine plumb lines. Repent for what you've done and move on. Don't hold it against yourself as long as you've repented. So I want to bless you and I hope that this has blessed you. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye.